0: W Property Podcast. I'm Josh
1: and I'm Stella and we're both real estate brokers here to cover various topics and questions that you may have about real estate.
0: All right, um, we're gonna start off with the rose and thorn again. So uh, Stella, you want to? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I just got back from my work trip. So this is post Cabo Work travel, went to Michigan, and uh, drove to Chicago. Michigan, I mean, I went to a small town there, so there wasn't wasn't much going on. But then we drove to Chicago after, and Chicago was, like, you know, always a really cool city to visit, so I love going there. Downtown's so, so pretty, beautiful buildings, and it's flat, so walking is, like, pretty great there. The thorn I have from this trip is I got food poisoning.
0: So oh really? I was out
1: of commission for 24 hours. I like Damn. couldn't work. I was in bed at the hotel. Did you get bad ceviche or something? I don't know what it was because my coworkers and I all ate the same thing on the trip. And we went to an Indian restaurant, which we all like family style ate the same thing. But that night, wait, where were you? In Chicago. Oh,
0: I thought you were talking about down in Cabo. No, no, they no, no, Indian no. Food.
1: <laughs> no, sorry. The Indian food actually wasn't the Michigan leg of the trip. Um, the first part of the work trip. Yeah, we had Indian food. I don't know why we went to Indian food, but we did. Um, and just that night, I threw it all up and oh, I had like, the body chills and like, Damn. yeah, it was bad. And I had to like go to the bathroom like every hour. That's a lot of information, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was kind of crappy, literally. Um, but luckily, I had a <laughs> luckily, I had a coworker with me, so she, uh, you know, did all the did all the work when I was gone nice. when I was out of commission. So that was really nice of her. Um, yeah. How about you, Josh?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've ever, I've never had food poisoning in the i S I've, I've oh. had it like when I was traveling abroad and like eating street food and stuff, Right. but I can't say I've had it in the U S <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um, Rose and Thorn. I, my Rose, I, I mentioned, uh, the last episode, I think that we, I had a, a buyer that was trying to make contingent offers. Um, we actually got them under contract. And so, that's great. We got somebody to agree, like, okay, yeah, you can go list this house, and you have to sell it first. So, um, we got their house listed as well, which uh, brings me to my thorn for the week. Hmm. So, the last, uh, like, two weeks, we actually had open houses for that listing, and it's been, like, super rainy here in Seattle. So, at this time of year, we're in November now, um, and both both weekends we did like a sunday like a 3 3 or 2 hour open house and we got zero people no yeah both of them well are
1: they houses or condos
0: uh it's a townhouse in oh. Georgetown actually sorry it's like on the border of Georgetown um but it's it's in like near Soto yeah yeah oh no which it's a it's a good area um but yeah i don't know like i've never had great experiences at open houses oh really i think that they are kind of like outdated okay like some people do show up to certain ones but i think mostly like agents just do it to like potentially get buyer leads right more so than like it actually helping sell the house (laughs) um yeah and like i've never been to i've never like hosted an open house that was like super busy
1: Oh I weird. Could, yeah. I've only all the open houses I've been to, like to buy property, they've been so busy.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think certain houses, like, they probably get a lot of traffic. Mm. Um, but
1: So what did you do for like the three hours when you I was I brought my
0: computer, I was okay. like working. Okay. Um but Aww. still it was like kinda of boring. That's a bummer. Lonely. Dang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should have invited me, I would have come over and just like
0: chilled yeah yeah asking tough
1: questions about the place (laughs) yeah
0: so that was that um uh what are we going to talk about today
1: inspections oh cool yeah so i mean just kind of tell me what you know about inspections i don't know too much about them just because all the condos i bought i waived the inspections classic
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah there's a lot to talk about with inspections actually um it seems like a straightforward part of the home buying process which it is but um like they can be used in different ways which is good to know and it's also good to know like what you can expect to find out with an inspection like what when it might be worth it more so than other times and especially with like the way the market is here lately with so many people waiving inspections Uh like you should really know what you're giving up if you're going to choose to do that to be competitive um which a lot of times is is necessary. So I guess we can start with, um, like, as the buyer, we should first talk about, like, when you would do an inspection. Yeah. Because there's two ways you can go about it. Um, There's actually, like, three scenarios, but there's two main ones. So, like, as a buyer, you can choose to use an inspection contingency in your offer. And so basically you're telling the seller, like, if you accept my offer... I have X amount of time after that to do an inspection. And, you know, depending on the results of that inspection, I can renegotiate or back out of the offer. Um, Usually like a competitive offer window for that, that time is like five days, Mm -hmm. five business days. So that's actually like seven days because it will include a weekend. Oh, right. Um, So that's like, that's one option. Um, If you think you're going to be competing with other people, A stronger way to go about it if you want to do an inspection is you can try to fit in doing an inspection like before you you submit an offer. Oh wow. So like as an example, let's say there's a new listing and they have an offer review date that's like seven days away from when they listed it. Um you go to the house, you see it, you like it, and then you're like, okay, I want to do an inspection before the offer review date. You got to find, like, a three-hour window when there's no other showings um, to, like, fit that in and make sure it's okay with the sellers. Uh The risk with that is, like, an inspection for, like, a single-family house is going to cost you, like, four or five hundred bucks. And there's no guarantee, obviously, that your offer is going to get accepted. Right. So, that's, like, a pretty significant out-of-pocket expense that you might just, you know, you might find out something that makes you not want the house, but... uh, Maybe you don't, and then your offer is still not accepted. So
1: like, yeah, kind of could be a waste of money for sure.
0: The other thing, you know, the other scenario is you waive inspections. So like, why did you waive the inspection on your purchases?
1: Um, I mean, for condos, it's a pretty low risk, right? I mean, it's my units are like, you know, they're not special i don't know it just looked like every other unit so you just kind of walk around the building making sure the siding is good there, there's a roof you know like cool great like yeah <laughs> i mean that's kind of basically you know the inspection of a condo building right there's literally not much more um i guess there's like the water heater which you look in the closet kind of making sure the sink works but like i feel like for condos like if there's a big issue you're gonna know about it it's gonna be in the papers like yeah. so i mean uh, I mean, at least in Seattle, for condos, it doesn't really make sense to do an inspection.
0: Yeah, I actually agree with that. Um, I think something I always tell my clients that are looking at condos is it's useful to know like what an inspector will actually do if you inspect a condo. So, like with a single family house, the inspector is going to go out and they're gonna they're gonna run all the appliances, check the you know that the water's running, that the heat's working. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna like look at everything on the inside you know if there's like the floorboards coming up they see like some moisture damage that type of stuff and they're also going to go like up in the attic mm-hmm. and look at the insulation like under underneath the roof mm-hmm. they'll go on top of the roof wow. if, you know assuming it's not like a monsoon outside right um they're going to walk around the outside of the house look at the siding basically they're going to look at every aspect of the house like if they can get under the house they're going to do that And so you get like a pretty holistic view of everything that you would want to know about that house. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a condo, I don't know any inspectors that will inspect anything other than the inside of the condo.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: So they're not going to go like on the condo's roof or like inspect the condo siding. They're literally just going to go inside the unit and like they'll check the appliances and stuff. But that's That's stuff that you can pretty easily do on your own. Yeah, you can
1: definitely do that when you're seeing the condo.
0: Yeah, and, like, they might notify you, like, if you're not very familiar with potential, like, damage to a house. Like, maybe you have a hard time identifying, like, what water damage might look like. Uh Then, like, maybe, you know, hopefully your agent can help you with that. Because, like, if your agent has been through a lot of homes, like, they can probably see that as well. But um, they're just not going to look at very as much, nearly as much, the inspector. Um,
1: gotcha. So Are they usually the same price for a condo or a house?
0: It, they usually charge mostly by, like, the square foot or, like, oh. how long it's going to take them. Okay. So it's usually a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, a fair part of their expense is also, like, the time that it takes them to get out there, which gotcha. is probably, like, more significant than the time they're going to spend in the unit. Yeah, you know, that like makes sense. Generating the report afterward and uh-huh. stuff is, like, more of um like with a single family home inspection you can expect anywhere from like one to three hours Mm -hmm. I think with a condo it's probably like you know one hour yeah uh, you know around
1: there yeah okay so is there so say you hire an inspector but they bring up some I don't know they bring up something kind of subjective like maybe they look at a wall and they're like oh there's black mold but when you look at it and you're like I don't see anything so do you think there's any subjective opinions about things depending on the inspector?
0: Yeah, definitely. Every inspector is different, but um something I like to tell my clients, uh, you know, when you're hiring an inspector, their job is to point out like every possible thing that they can find that's not like exactly right with the house.
1: Gotcha. Like otherwise
0: you're going to pay them 500 bucks and they're going to give you a, like a one-page report like yeah. saying nothing. So like they they're going to go through and like really nitpick everything. And, like, a good inspector, they'll prioritize their recommendations. So they'll be, like, this, like, should require media attention. This is, like, you know, so-so. And this is, like, you know, maybe it doesn't matter that much. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, some home buyers they'll get kind of, like, freaked out by, like, how this 20-page report that's, uh-huh. like, saying all these things are wrong with the house when it really, like, most of it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or, like, you could easily fix it yourself or it's, like, not actually a big issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um... But, uh, yeah, so, like, it's good to know that when you're going into it. Um, I think another, uh, another thing that's worth talking about, like, another scenario that has to do with inspections is, like, as a buyer, um, sometimes you'll look at a house and, like, the seller has already procured an inspection like, before they listed. Mm-hmm. So they actually paid some an inspector to come out and inspect the house to tell them, like, what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll have fixed that stuff. Like, they, they found out and then they fixed it. And then they offer to provide that inspection report to buyers, usually with the hopes that the buyer will waive the inspection contingency. Right. And so some people have, like, differing feelings about waiving it in mm-hmm. that situation. Like, they might feel, like you know, maybe that inspector was biased. Yeah. And they still want to get their own inspection done. Yeah. I. Lean, what do you recommend? Yeah, I lean toward, like, I, you know, I, I kind of trust the inspectors. Oh, really? They're, they shouldn't be biased. Like, that's kind of, like, mm-hmm. against the ethics of their <laughs> yeah. business. Um, you know, I mean, these people are licensed to do this work. Right, right. So they, they shouldn't be doing that. Um, And also, like, you know, I, I really think once you've been through a few inspections, you realize, like, you can find a lot... Of, like, you can kind of see a lot of the things that an inspector would see yourself. Right. If you just, like, kind of pay close attention. Um, but, yeah. Usually, I, you know, I tell people, like, it's fine if you want to wave it and just use this as your point of reference.
1: Mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think the other thing we're talking about is, like, ad- from the seller's perspective, is it worth it to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it it depends on the house. If you are expecting to get a lot of attention for your listing, like you think you're going to get multiple offers, I think in that situation it's probably worth it to just pay out of pocket as the seller um to get the inspection done cuz it means you're going to get more offers that are waiving inspection, which is favorable right. to you. Right. Cuz like the danger is if somebody, you know, does an inspection and then they try to like negotiate the price lower. Or back out of the offer, and then everyone's wondering, like, why is your house back on the market? Yeah. So, it's, like, really ideal if you can get the inspection waived. And,
1: like, get all the stuff fixed that's found in the report, right? Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, because that's going to get you a higher price and, like, eliminate risk from the selling process. Gotcha. Cool. Um, And, like, some agents, some, like, listing agents will pay to have that inspection report done for you. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Um, you know, if you want to list your house, uh, it does depend on the house. Like for a condo, I, I wouldn't recommend it. But um, like if you want to list with me, you know, I'll, I'll pay for your inspection. Oh, yeah. that's
1: a nice, that's a nice, like, you know, gift, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's helpful. Definitely. I think it's definitely worth it when you're selling for sure. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like,
0: Anything weird that's come up in some of the inspections that I've done? sometimes they'll look at the electrical I guess it, we should we should talk about what inspectors don't look at. Yeah, as well. Um, I had one, one buyer whose inspector pointed out that like they had knob and tube wiring. Oh, yeah, which is this outdated electrical system that like is prone to fires. Mm-hmm. and this guy was buying a house for his mom. Oof. And he just wanted to make sure it was really safe. So like, bef- like right after they closed, they had somebody come in and like rewire the whole house. Oh wow. Yeah. So nice. that was like a useful thing that they found out from the inspection. Um, it wasn't a deal breaker for him. Uh, a lot of people will be concerned about like foundational stuff. Yeah. So they'll look at the foundation if there's like cracks or settling and d- that type of stuff. An inspector is not going to give you, like, a very thorough assessment of that. Like, they'll mm. note it. They'll be, like, you know, settling our, like, cracked foundation. But if you want to report on, like, w- whether or not that's going to continue to be a problem or, you know, how extensive, like, the damage actually is from what's going on, then you have to have, like, a specialist come out. They're called a geotechnical engineer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had somebody do that before, too. So, like, they had the inspection, and then they paid another specialist to come out to just tell them, like, the house was on a slope and it had, like, some settling. and So they wanted to find out, like, is this house going to continue to, like, slide down this hill, basically? Oh, yeah. But then, like, yeah, again, it's like that's more out of pocket expenses. So it's really just don't expect your inspector to, like, give you a lot of detail about the foundation type of stuff. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so a specialist for all that stuff.
0: Yeah. There's specialists for, like, different s- scenarios. Like, uh-huh. the. It's called a general inspection for a reason. It's like the, the general inspector is just going to kind of touch on the surface level of most of the stuff. How about
1: roofing? They cover roofing though, right?
0: They will. So they're usually pretty good about the roof, okay. like especially if they can get on top of it and in the attic uh-huh. and see it from underneath. Like they can see if it's like it has any wet spots. You know, if it's the middle of summer and it hasn't rained in two months, they're not going to see anything. Uh-huh. So keep that in mind. But um, they, they should be able to give you a pretty good assessment of the roof.
1: That's such an interesting job. Like your job is to go to like strangers' houses and like go in the yeah. attic and like like deal with all the spider webs up there too. Like yeah, it's crazy. Totally. I wonder if they get paid all right. Probably do. Yeah, no,
0: it's pretty it's pretty good, I think. I mean it depends how busy you are like uh-huh. with anything. But um yeah, like the good inspectors, they'll like usually have construction backgrounds or something. Ah, you know, they've gotcha. like been doing house related work for like thirty years. Oh. Um
1: Do you have a go to inspector?
0: I have a few, you're supposed to recommend a few, um, like legally, but lately I've actually been using this website. Um, it's called inspectify. Uh huh. And so I have like a profile on there and then inspectify has like vetted inspectors and like the buyer can go on and they, they can like book an appointment like next day or something. Oh, nice. They have like options on there. It works really well. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing lately and I've had great experiences. Oh, with
1: nice. Okay. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, for some reason, um you're not supposed to like as an agent recommend like just one inspector. That makes sense. It's like a conflict of interest. Right. It could be like bias. It could yeah. be your friend
1: or something. You right, know, so. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's what I've been doing.
1: Gotcha. Cool.
0: Yeah. Anything else about inspections?
1: I don't think I have anything.
0: Yeah, I think we covered pretty comprehensive. Yeah, it was All good. Right. right on. Um, okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Contact us if if you need anything.
1: Yep. Have a good one, guys. Thanks.